Welcome. You are listening to SIB Life Church Sermon Audio Podcast. If you would like to know about SIB Life, including our online service time, you can join us online at siblife.my. Good morning, Church. Selamat pagi. My name is Vincent Lim, and I'm so excited to be here today. Before I go any further, I would like to say thank you to Pastor Daniel, Pastor Wagner, pastors and leaders of SIB Life uh, for inviting me here to share about a topic that is close to my heart, mental health. I would like to bring you greetings also from my family, my wife, Jenny Ui. I've been married to her since 1995 and my two children, Ryan and Raina. Uh, I believe some of you have met them before in the other functions. In fact, uh, we attend SIB Live. But, you know, um, I'm sorry because we have not had the chance to meet all of you, I believe, since um, we've been having online uh, uh, services, okay, for, for a long time. Um, also, I bring you greetings from the National Association of Christian Counselors Malaysia where I serve as a board member, all right? Um, a little bit about myself, my background, okay? Um, I'm a licensed and registered counsellor, a therapist with Lembaga Counsellor Malaysia. Um, I've been doing this professionally as a, as a professional counsellor and therapist since three to four years now, uh, once I completed and graduated from my master's in counselling from Help University. Before that, um, I was working for 20 years in the corporate world, all right, uh, in semiconductor engineering. And uh, I decided to give all of that up, you know, to pursue something uh, that I feel is God's calling upon my life, you know, to help uh, people in the area of uh, mental health. Um, so at the age of 45, about six years ago, I gave all of that up and went back to school. And I finished my master's and now, I'm doing this work, all right? And I'm, I'm really um, uh, passionate about what I do. Uh, that is why it is my, 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 my pleasure to, to be here, to, to talk about mental health and uh, the purpose of me being here, really, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, is that I would like to encourage you, all right? Uh, in these times, uh, in these challenging times, uh, amidst this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, all right, this is my slide. Um, I have titled my message this morning, uh, Fearless in the Wilderness. Kinds of rhyme, isn't it? Uh, I, I, I quite like this title, um, and I feel that this is uh, something that um, God has uh, dropped into my spirit, Fearless in the Wilderness. I've also actually attached, if you, can, uh, if you see, uh, a picture of a roaring lion. And uh, this is um, a picture... Um, you know, in, in my in my line of work, right, working with clients, whether it's individual couples or families, um, sometimes it's a matter of mindset. You know, uh, in the circumstance that we are in. So, for example, when you when you look at this picture, when we look at this picture, uh, we can have the mindset of you know, oh, you know, I want to be like that lion, you know, that roaring lion, embodying to be able to embody. The, the courage, the boldness, the, the spirit of, of, of this lion, you know, that's, that's roaring and overcoming and brave, you know, 
in, in facing uh, challenges. Or we can have the mindset or the approach of, you know, um, of a victim mindset. So the earlier one can uh, is more of a, a victor mindset. And or we can embrace or the approach or the mindset of a, a victim, right? And being being a victim would be, you know, when we see this picture of a roaring lion with fangs uh, that is uh, obvious and bad, uh, potentially we will feel uh, scared, fearful, and the first thing that uh, uh, that we will think of in terms of our behavior would be to flee, to run away. Um, so, so this is this is uh, something that you know for us to to be aware about you know, our mindset in any given circumstance. The next few slides actually uh, is, is just to you know to kind of um, get us all on the same page, and I think most of you know right uh, in terms of the data uh, how it is very drastic these days, right? Uh, for example, uh, have a look at how long have we been at home since. Uh, the whole uh, uh, pandemic started in Malaysia specifically um, and how have we have been confined uh, due to MCO, uh, CMCO, RMCO, FMCO and uh, how we, we, our lifestyle, you know, our, our society um, have changed. You know, we have SOPs now to follow whenever we go out, right? Uh, a lot of things have have. Uh, are different and for, for a lot of us, for most of us, this is the, the first time in our lifetime that we are facing such a, a situation, isn't it? Uh, if you can see um, from this slide, um, the first MCO started in on the 18th of March 2020, last year. And until now, especially uh, more recently, 28th of June, uh, we have actually, all of us, we have spent 464 days of MCO according to one data source, right? Uh, WOB, right? I think it's World of Bus. So really it is uh, a lot of days, you know, uh, in total, um, it's, it's, it's a year, you know, a year plus, a year plus of being affected by MCO, being uh, limited in our movements, being restricted in our movements, you know, uh, going in some cases uh, when we go out, uh, we are only allowed to, to have one passenger or even just uh, being alone in, in, in a vehicle, right? And having to put on don mask and so on. So life has, um, has, has, has changed for all of us. This next slide basically shows for the month, just a snapshot for the month of July, brothers and sisters. And, and we all know, you can see that, you know, the daily number of uh, new COVID cases keeps on increasing. Um, in, fact, in fact, today, uh, the 15th of July, we broke the record again in terms of the number of uh, daily number of cases. And uh, it, it now uh, has touched over 13,000 new cases per day. And this is really uh, alarming. It's very drastic and it's very alarming. We are living in, in different times now, in, in times that are threatening, in times that are alarming, in times that are risky, right? In risky, we, we, we take risks every time we go out, okay? So um, uh, we, we, we have to be on, on constant alert. We have to be on constant, uh, constantly watchful, all right? overall uh, what we do okay when we go out uh, it was reported in the media as well brothers and sisters right um, for for the Malaysians uh, re more recently that Malaysians uh, average and median salaries in 
the year last year in 2020 has fallen for the first time since 2010 to 2900 plus uh, to and as well for the median 2000 just over 2000 ringgits right uh, it was reported that throughout the year 2020 the labor market experienced an even momentum following a health crisis and we know what that that is and economic uh, situations uh, consequences so um, this has actually affected so many people right uh, because this is this is a study that was done and if you look to the right the star reported just recently on the 11th of july that there is now an average of almost four suicide cases a day i repeat that there has been an average of almost four suicide cases a day in the first three months of 2021 this year which gives rise to a total of 336 cases that were reported to the police and uh, this this is really uh, according to our uh, health direct dg uh, tansri dr nohisham abdullah he said that you know this is really more than half i repeat more than half of what was reported throughout 2020 the whole of 2020 the first three months of this year the number of cases of suicide cases that were reported to the police the total is already more than half of what was reported in the whole of last year 2020 so this is really alarming and and uh, it is actually um, concerning right okay to go on i would like to share with you um a portion of the scripture reading from luke chapter 4 verses 1 to 13 from the new king james version and this is regarding jesus's temptation in the wilderness beginning from verse 1 then jesus being filled with the holy spirit returned from the jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness being tempted for 40 days by the devil and in those days he ate nothing and afterward when they had ended he was hungry and the devil said to him if you are the son of god command this stone to become bread but jesus answered him saying it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of god then the devil taking him up on a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and the devil said to him all this authority i give to you and their glory for this has been delivered to me and i give it to whomever i wish therefore the devil said if you will worship before me all will be yours and jesus answered and said to him get behind me satan for it is written you shall worship the lord your god and him only you shall serve and he brought him to jerusalem set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him if you are the son of god throw yourself down from here for it is written he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone and jesus answered and said to him it has been said you shall not tempt the lord your god in verse 13 now 
when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Brothers and sisters, what can we learn from the scriptures about Jesus' three great temptations in the wilderness? Number one, we learn about what the devil or how the devil tempted Jesus in the area of false self, right? In the area of I am what I do. When he tempted Jesus, when he asked Jesus, if you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. If you are the son. Now, did Jesus do that? Jesus didn't. In fact, Jesus quoted scriptures. Why didn't Jesus do it? Why didn't Jesus follow what the devil instructed him to prove that if you were the son of God? Jesus didn't see the need to do that. First of all, this was a request from the devil himself. Satan himself, right? So Jesus didn't see why should he prove himself to someone like the devil. So Jesus instead quoted the scriptures, right? Because he just recently returned fresh from the Jordan, the river Jordan, where he was baptized. And there was a loud voice from heaven that says, this is my son, my beloved son. And also, in addition to that, the Holy Spirit descended upon him, filled him with the Holy Spirit. So Jesus didn't have to prove himself to the devil. There is no need. And the only people that he want, he would need to prove himself would be the people that he's come to serve, the people that he's come to, to minister to. Those are the people that he, he, he needs to, to prove himself to. So when the devil asked him to prove that he is by doing what? By doing something, he didn't, right? The devil is very cunning. Be careful, right? Because he, he wants to, to someone to prove by saying, I am what I do, right? So for us, sometimes this can be the case as well. For example, in the work that we do, right? Does the work that we do define us? Does the work we do um, make us who we are? Is it our sense of identity? Number two, I am what I have. The devil offered kingdoms, authority to Jesus. And in return, he demands that Jesus worships him. Jesus bows down to him. Jesus worships him. In essence, he is, he is uh, portraying, he is trying to put forth this sense of false self that I am what I have. I am what I have. Possessions, to have possessions, would then make you feel powerful. Is that the case? Right? So for all of us too, right, we have to be careful. Do, does possessions become does possessions have a hold upon us? Do we put such a uh, high value on possessions? Okay, then if that be if that is the case, then I am what I have. 
Thirdly, when when he when the devil took Jesus up to the pinnacle of the temple and asked him, asked Jesus to throw himself down, right? So that you know there there will be a spectacle, and all the people at the temple, the the the, the temple goers, the worshippers will be able to witness what happened, right? And what 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 is the what is the result if if Jesus is able to save himself uh, or the angels come and save him save him and that would cause him to be popular popularity, right? I am here. The devil is trying to 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 cost uh, deceit of him, right? A lie that I am what others think, a sense of false self. I am what others think. For example, popularity. How many of us today would like to be popular? How many of us today put such an emphasis on popularity to be liked, to be loved? It is a dangerous thing. I will explain more about this later on. Temptations, brothers and sisters, tend to deceive and corrupt the three main human characteristics or abilities. Number one, the ability to think. And this is in the domain of the mind. Number two, the ability to wish. This is the domain of the soul. For example, Adam and Eve, right? By eating the fruit, they desire to be like God. It's a matter of the soul. An issue of domain, an issue of the soul. To feel the ability to feel it is the domain of the heart in its by its own there is nothing wrong with all of this it is a human characteristic but beware brothers and sisters that the devil comes to deceive and corrupt these abilities or these characteristics and that is why in matthew chapter 22 verses 34 to 40 it says it reads but when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, one of the Pharisees, a lawyer, asked Jesus a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? Which is, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. You can see here that the great commandment ask, request that, the, that we love the Lord our God that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. Okay? So, so God is really interested. God wants us to devote our heart, our mind, our soul in the loving of Him. In the loving of him because he is a jealous god 
The COVID-19 pandemic is a major health crisis. We all know this, affecting human beings and economies. How many of us, you know, have experienced such a situation at the first of its kind in our lifetime? I mean, we never, we have never experienced this, right? Uh, especially, you know, if you are as old as I am, I'm, I'm 51 this year, and uh, this is the first time, you know, uh, having lived 51 years on this earth, this is the first time I've experienced such a situation, this pandemic in my life. So, um, so it, is, it is common for a lot of people to feel, you know, to have feelings of frustration, uh, being lost, having feelings of insecure, being alone, you know, helpless, uh, loss of control, angry, you know, uh, threatened, stressed, tired, grief often, you know, sometimes uh, having lost a loved one. This, all of this, it can feel like a wilderness experience. If you feel, if you have felt like this due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I invite you to put up your hand in the chat box, brothers and sisters. Just put up your hand. If you have felt that you, if you feel that you have been affected by COVID-19, I would like to share with you a recipe, a recipe. Okay, there can be many other recipes out there, but here is a recipe to be fearless in the wilderness. Right? And this comprises of this diagram here. At the center of it is spiritual. And there are three triangles surrounding it, comprising the biological, the psychological, and the social. And right in the middle is the spiritual. Let me first go through the spiritual. And the rest Okay, the biological, the psychological, and the social will be covered in the follow in the other two slides following the next slide. Okay. In the spiritual aspect, I want to cover this first because I feel in my line of work, the spiritual aspect is the core that drives the other three. That's what I personally think. In the spiritual aspect, we can be fearless in the wilderness. Because Jesus is on our side. The Bible says so. And in my experience, I know, I know 110% that God is faithful, He is with me. And I, I know I have the Holy Spirit in me. We can be courageous because Jesus overcame the devil in the wilderness. He overcame the devil. And the devil flee until an opportune time again. Right? And not only that, remember, at the end of the whole Bible, Jesus overcame sin and death for us. We can learn to resist the devil's temptations in our wilderness experience brothers and sisters. In these aspects of the false self that I explained earlier, I am what I do. I am what I have. 
and I am what others think. We can learn to overcome this. Because in these times of the COVID-19 pandemic, when the future is uncertain, when the jobs that we have is not secure, is insecure, when what we have, the, the, the work that we do is shaky, the income that we have is not stable. We have to learn, we must learn that we are, we must be aware that we are not what we, we are not what we do. We are not what we have. And we are not what others think. What am I trying to say here? I am trying to share here about the need that to be flexible in a practical way. For example, it may be that the case that for some of us, we have to be creative about how we can find work. It can be the case that, for example, we, we have to give up something in order our work, you know, that, that has a certain status, that has a certain title to do something else and not be hung up about that so that we can, we can provide food for the, our family, so that we can move on in life. It can be the case that sometimes in, in, in this pandemic situation, we can no longer buy the things that we used to buy, wear the things that we used to wear. Because if we continue to have such a mindset, then we, what we are, we are doing is that we are going, going to cause nobody else, uh, we are going to affect not just our families, but ourselves. We are going to be distressed, we are going to be stressed, right? We have to be flexible, we have to learn to be resilient, we have to learn to bounce back by doing something else. We have to learn to let it go, brothers and sisters. Okay? What we used to hold on to. And sometimes this can be the temptation from the devil. I am what I do. I am what I have. I am what others think. Popularity. Okay? We don't have to be popular. We can do things that come our way. We can. We can be resilient. We can reinvent ourselves. We can learn new things. We can relearn, unlearn. Okay? Now, I've covered the spiritual aspect. In the next, this slide and the next one, I'm going to cover the psychological aspect, the biological aspect, and also the social aspect. What we can do to be fearless in the wilderness. Here, in this picture, I would like to draw your attention first to the smallest circle, all right? This picture is basically the three stages of the pandemic response. How anyone 
cat will respond to this environment, uh, to the to the circumstances, right? To the to the pandemic, brothers and sisters. All right, you can. This is not. I didn't create this. It's taken from from the web. All right. At first, when we are first faced with um, the pandemic, right, there will be a lot of. Uh, 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 responses or, or reactions like this, you know, that we, we will be glued to the news, right? In the social media, we'll be scared of uh, the unknown and the uncertainty. And we will be unproductive, you know, we will be frozen because we, we cannot move. And then as a result of that, we feel lethargic. Um, we are just trying to get through the day. We feel powerless, psychological. We feel sad. We feel angry with other people, right? Um, uh, we, for example, uh, we might be angry with uh, the authorities for, for not doing something or we, we wish that more things could be done. Um, and we are, we are basically worried about everything. And in this mode, this is called the survival mode. Survival. But hopefully, hopefully, if you see that green arrow, brothers and sisters, if you see the green arrow, that is the arrow of movement. There's a arrow of growth that is the arrow of uh, learning and overcoming okay this is the and, and if we if one person uh, is, is resilient right it can be the arrow, arrow of resilient brothers and sisters if you are more resilient we move on right we learn to as, as time goes on we learn to accept the situation because we learn to see what is within our control and what is not within our control. It is important that we are able to clarify this. And once that is clarified, we begin to move on and we begin to accept what we can't control and also become to aware what is within our control. And, and in that, in so doing, we begin to savor the little things. We begin to limit our social media and news consumption. We, we begin to become less stressed and we begin to be able to sleep better. All right, we begin to establish routines all right, for ourselves. And with routines comes a sense of control and stability. We, we learn to let go of what we can't control. Right? Uh, we, we value our time outdoors. Okay? The, the time that we have outdoors okay, is important you know, uh, psychologically as well. You know, to get some sun, it is important not to just keep ourselves indoors but to go out you know especially the morning sun to get ourselves uh, into the sun okay it's not just to get that vitamin d but also the sun does wonders to our our bodies um, also we begin to get uh, to grips with uh, technology we begin to learn technology uh, to, to to connect with people right socially relationally um, zoom for example and then we move on, right? We, uh, as time goes on, we, we hopefully we grow. We grow towards number three, growth. And in this area, uh, it, this is where we are focusing on what's within my control. We begin to feel joy and hope despite what is going on around us. We begin to feel connected to our loved ones, although we are separated by distance. Um, I'm, I'm helping we, we, we continue to help where we can, for example, serving, you know, through technology, through online, 
uh, and it's just wonderful. For example, as a side note, you know, uh, every Sunday when I see you know the worship team worshiping and putting through together musics, wonderful musics and songs, worship songs, you know, to edify the spirit of the church, right? Uh, as people sing their hearts out uh, and praise God online, and that is so wonderful, right? Um, just you know. Uh, Five years ago or, or, or ten years ago, I, I I think we haven't been able to. I, I'm not exposed to to that, right? So I I begin to we begin to appreciate, you know, uh, what we are gaining uh, through these uh, challenging times. We begin to feel calmer, and we begin to more live in the present and not so much, not so anxious about the future, right? And you can learn to be more kind and patient with ourselves and with the people around us. Yeah. If you if you wish, you know, uh, I invite you as well to to participate in the chat box, you know, to indicate where you are right now in this uh, challenging time. Where you are? Are you at number one, number two, or number three? Indicate that in the chat box. This is on the pillars of brain fitness. All right. Now our brain. You know, uh, if you if you if you uh, read a study, you know, by the University of Rochester Medical Center, URMC that I've included here, the brain requires a tremendous amount of energy, brothers and sisters, to do its job well. While it only represents two percent of the body mass of the average adult, two percent. The brain consumes an estimated twenty percent of the body's energy supply. The brain's weight is just about two percent of the average adult mass, but it consumes twenty percent of the energy supply of the adult body. So this is really how. So therefore, this this shows like how important it is. Number one, for us to care for the brain. And also to care for the body because the brain gets its energy from the body, right? So it is important if you look at these pillars of brain fitness, we need to eat healthy food. We need to eat healthy brain food. I don't have time to go into what healthy brain foods are, but you can do a Google search and you can find out. Um, they they are they are uh, 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 coming from uh, omega three. Uh, oils, uh, nuts, and stuff like that. Eat. We we need to to eat some of this in order to keep to maintain uh, a healthy brain and also a healthy body. Uh, we need to exercise our body. So even in these uh, times of a pandemic, please remember to exercise. If we can't go outdoors, exercise indoors. Do some exercises indoors. Think of ways. Look up. On the internet, there are, are many uh, websites now that that shows how we can exercise without at home without going to the gym. Uh, manage stress, learn to relax. Here, in terms of managing stress, you know, uh, you can look up in YouTube. There is one nice, um, uh, useful uh, uh, video, short video, about three to four minutes long by the BBC on how to manage stress. Okay, have a look at that. Very simple. It's an animated video. But very profound, very informative, with practical tips on how to manage stress. Look it up on YouTube by the BBC on managing stress. Uh, we need to get enough uh, sleep. Uh, 
right? So the, the challenge with this is that often when we work from home, brothers and sisters, uh, our the lines between work life gets blurred. So it is here that I would like to uh, encourage all of us to remember to draw the lines, right? Uh, when it is time to rest, rest. When it is time to work, work. When it's time to sleep, sleep. Okay, get enough sleep. For the average adult, we need about uh, six to seven hours of sleep every night. Okay, um, create a healthy social life. Right, so connect with people. Don't keep to yourself. In these times of the pandemic, when we are uh, physically isolated, right, there are many other ways to connect with people. Uh, online, through the phone, pick up the phone or, or get through technology, you know, to connect with people, all right? Exercise your mind, right? Do some brain exercises. There are many out there. I don't have time to go into it. Google it, right? For me personally, I do this on a daily basis. I use the Elevate app uh, that I install on my phone and I, I do it every day, right? Every morning, my routine is I will read the Bible, I will have my devotion, I will exercise my mind by doing some uh, elevate exercises. That's uh, also on a daily basis. I try to exercise myself. I keep my body active. All right. So this is this will be my last slide. Um, my question is: What do you want to have? What do we want to have to adopt? What kind of mindset do we want to adopt? The victor or the victim mindset? in this wilderness experience. As a victor, we are fearless because we know Jesus is on our side. As a victor, a person continuously invests or works on building themselves spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and relationally. It is all about resilience. And resi resilience doesn't come automatically. We need to invest in it. We need to put a focus on building it. Okay? We, it can be learned. It can, so that is the good news. The choice is ours to make. Do we want to be a victor or a victim? A victim mindset, on the other hand, dwells on the circumstances and chooses to allow themselves to cave in. I always remember the message by Pastor Daniel. To be in the cave, but not to cave in. Brothers and sisters, remember. Remember who is on our side. We have Jesus on our side. And on top of that, I hope I have actually, I have um, imparted or shared with you some tips on how to be fearless in the wilderness. In the wilderness. Choose, brothers and sisters, to have the mindset of a victor, not a victim mindset. Learn to invest in yourself. Learn to grow. And most of all, pray. Pray. In ending, I thank you for this time. Once again, I thank you, to, I thank you Pastor Daniel, Pastor Wagner, leaders of the church, for having me here, and also all of you for allowing me to to share and, and to, to lend me your ears. I hope you, are, you have picked up something from today. And um, once again, thank you. God bless you. Take care of yourself and stay safe.
Thank you for tuning in to Live Podcast. We hope that you will be challenged by this message and you will share it with your friends, family member and co-worker. We hope you have a great day. God bless you.